Hello there, I'm Susan Bradley and welcome to the Four Modern Mothers podcast, a podcast dedicated to mothers and mothers-to-be, here to help you navigate your own unique journey through modern motherhood. In each episode, there'll be insights and wisdom. We'll be covering everything from fertility and trying to conceive to pregnancy and birth and onwards through your life as a mother. Expect conversations around subjects and issues that will support, inspire, inform, and empower you. From health and well-being, to body image, self-care, mental health, birth, pregnancy, work-life balance, relationships, the whole lot. With my specially invited guests and experts, as well as sharing my own knowledge with you. Enjoy and don't forget to subscribe too. Welcome. Hello there, everybody. So this podcast, which I apologize, is a little bit slow in coming, um, is all about self-care. And I really wanted to do a podcast on self-care and why it's so important for everyone, especially right now. So we are in the middle of this lockdown three, as I record this, in February and um, yeah, it's been tough, been tough for many people. And I think it's quite fitting because last week was half term and um, it was when I was going to record the podcast. Um, I tried to take a week off work to have more time for me because the whole homeschooling thing and working full time is pretty exhausting. And so I stopped some of the classes, but in actuality, I ended up still teaching four classes and then I had five, I think, one-to-ones last week. So that didn't work at all. <laughs> I didn't get the time um, either to record this podcast or some time for me. So I can absolutely attest that self-care as a mother is difficult and um, it can be hard sometimes to make that time or to think of it as something else you need to do. And that's what I want to kind of talk about in this podcast and how to give you some small, practical, useful ways of weaving some self-care into your life, basically. Whether you're pregnant, whether you're trying for a baby, whether you've already got children, um, just some ideas to share, basically. Because I think that these lockdowns have really shown the difference for people who have got smaller children and those who do not. So there's lots of people who've um, maybe either younger people or older people who um, don't have childcare responsibilities who've suddenly got a lot more time and they've taken up new hobbies and learned new things and made lots of bread and banana cake and all sorts of things. And there's other people with small children who are just struggling hugely because they've got so little time. And it's the self-care and time for yourself that tends to get squeezed out. Um, But the self-care is really important because it gives you resilience and um, it gives you something, maybe little things to look forward to as well through the hard times. So this podcast anyway came about because it's a question actually that I often ask to the people in my pregnancy yoga classes and um, mama baby yoga, baby massage classes. It's something that I asked a couple of weeks ago 
I asked them at the start of the class what they were doing for themselves, um, what self-care they had done this last week or were going to do this current week. And some people had some amazing ideas and some people really struggled to think of what have I done for me? What have I done that I would class as self-care? And that in itself is, is really telling that you can't actually think of anything that, that you've done. But that said, there were some amazing ideas. So from having a really luxurious, a proper bath, um, to eating yummy food, um, to having time to, to walk through the woods or in nature around where you live, um, going for a run, listening to music that you love. Someone even had done this amazing thing, had this great idea of setting up with their friends um, an online book group, um, so then giving them a reason um, to, to get reading a book and then meeting up to chat about it just with some friends on Zoom, which was an excellent idea. I really love that. Um, the thing is that everyone is different and everyone's self-care will be different and it will change at different times in your life too. And that's just how it should be. It's not a one size um, fits all. So in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing some ideas, some inspiration, um, things that will make it simple and effective for you so that self-care doesn't become something else on a to-do list and doesn't become overwhelming. It doesn't feel that it's a pressure to do something because we don't need more pressure right now, do we? We don't need more things that we should be doing. Um, so that's what I'm hoping to share with you today. The first thing that I wanted to kind of share and for you to acknowledge though is that actually self-care goes against the cultural norm if you like because the modern world tends to tell us that busy is good and busy being productive is what we should be doing and therefore it can seem that taking time for ourselves is quite selfish and it's um, taking time to rest and to slow down, but it's not. It can seem that rest is radical acts because the external pressure is always on you to be achieving and doing and being productive. And so that's sometimes why this idea of self-care, of resting, of nourishing yourself, slowing down, of pausing can feel so alien because we've perhaps spent our whole lives being told we should be always doing something even right from at school. Um, the schoolwork, even for small children, and after school things and extracurricular things and all this stuff that we should be doing rather than just being with ourselves or feeling what we want to do. There's always a, a timetable, a regimented set of things we should be doing. So feeling into what's right for you, I think is the important thing and knowing that even if you feel you're going against what you have been doing up to this point of your life, that it is really important to take that time to, to stop and recharge. So first off, let's just think about what actually self-care is, because it can mean different things to, to different people, as I've said. So self-care is really, I think, anyway, a way of showing yourself some self-love and that can be quite difficult to 
we can have a difficult relationship with ourselves, but showing ourselves some love and taking some time to nourish yourself. So your body, your mind, your soul, helping to give yourself a little bit of time that will help you come back to yourself and be kind of fully present and engaged in your life. So rather than kind of taking yourself somewhere else and ignoring your own needs, which will be depleting, self-care should be something that will recharge you, which will gently energize you. So it doesn't mean that you've got to overhaul your entire life and focus everything on you at all. Nothing too drastic because that's too much, that's too much effort and no one has time for that. So it's small things that can help meet you where you are right now. So instead of thinking of where you should be, thinking about what you could do, like small little steps to take better care of yourself. So just a tiny amount of time potentially is all you need. And you might be really surprised at how much difference, how transformative a few small steps can actually be. So learning some self-love, some self-respect, some self-compassion. And you might start to notice as well from taking some more time for self-care, the impact it has not only on your well-being, but also on the people around you your family, friends, people you love. So self-care is something that it's become a little bit of a, you know, overused phrase in a way that might think about having a pedicure or a massage or going to a, um, a spa or, or something like that, which are amazing, by the way, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't have to be as radical as that. Um, it doesn't have to be that you work like mad and get exhausted and then you go off for a weekend away and then you come back and repeat as you were. What can be much more helpful is building in these small little things as well as going to the spa for a weekend, of course, too, which is lovely when we can do that. But building in some little pockets of small time on a more regular basis and that is taking care of yourself better. And when we feel better about ourselves and good about ourselves, we tend to do better and kinder, kinder things for other people too. So it's not just for you, it will help your wider circle of people and it will help your community as well. So think of it in that way, it's helping others as well as you. And then so taking this idea of what self-care is, it's then working out what self-care is to you. So what actually helps you, feels good to you, and that's what's, what's really important. So I think something that can be really helpful is to, is to make a list. I mean, who doesn't love a good list? Um, thinking about what would be really good things for you that you could weave in to your day and everyone's list will be different so I'm going to share some ideas some things that people have suggested and told me from from my classes um, in pregnancy and mama baby yoga and baby massage when I've asked these questions and also some things that I found helpful 
but your list will be will be different so when you're thinking of what to put on your list if you think of words like nourish and nurture and recharge refuel love kindness these words are kind of the essence of self-care so if you remind yourself of these words as you're writing your list and ask yourself will this be nurturing for me is this refueling me is this recharging me you're asking yourself that in the moment as you're practicing or thinking about adding that bit of self-care that can be really helpful so you know different things at different times of your life of your day even um here's some ideas so things that i've put down so you might have a gratitude list a gratitude journal write down or even just think three things that you're grateful for as you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night or in the shower or as you're waiting for the kettle to boil that's something that I really find so beneficial myself Um, and that has kind of got proven ways that it can work so just thinking of three things that you're grateful for Um, having um, a chat a whatsapp a phone call with a friend or a family member so staying socially connected um, talking about how we're feeling that can be just a really simple really nice thing to do um, going to bed a bit earlier getting more sleep i mean it sounds really basic but that can be helpful taking a really nice bath again that can be good for winding down at the end of the day Cooking something, if you like cooking, cooking something really delicious, something special can be really nice. Being, um, having some time for yourself. So even just taking a couple of minutes, a breathing practice or a meditation, going to a yoga class, I would say that. (laughs) Dancing around the kitchen. So a couple of weeks ago, we made a collective um, in the classes, like a collaborative feel-good playlist that I shared with everybody. So just having a dance or sing, having a sing, that can be really uplifting. Just singing to your favourite song, finding it. Um, Taking a walk in nature, having some quiet time, reading a chapter of a favourite book. Um, What else? Just also paying attention to any critical, self-critical thoughts that we're having. Just noticing how we're talking to ourselves. That can be important. And treating ourselves as kindly as we would treat other people. Taking a nap. I'm always an advocate of a nap. Um, Swim in the sea when that's possible. That can be amazingly um, therapeutic. Doing something creative. It can be painting or drawing or just doodling or scribbling doesn't have to be anything you don't have to perceive yourself as artistic or creative just to benefit from that or um, that can be an amazing thing to do making a cup of tea like a mini ritual or cup of coffee just really taking some time to to do that maybe selecting a really beautiful cup or a mug or just making it really special a really special tea and really savoring the smell and the time it takes to brew that can give you a little pocket of time um yeah having some time to journal that can be good writing down your thoughts getting them out of your head i know that i find that hugely useful or doing some creative journaling as well that can be great so make yourself a list make yourself a self-care list and whatever that might be and there might be one 
that you can do in lockdown right now. There might be some other things you do that are more applicable outside lockdown, like getting a massage or a pedicure or your haircut or something like that, that we can't do right now, but it is coming soon. So you can have those things on there too, of course. And then you might also write down like a, a non-self-care list, things that you maybe kind of do that you want to avoid and just so remembering we could maybe cut those out of our day or things that we're trying to avoid that we maybe do sometimes it helps to write those down so getting things down on paper so too many late nights maybe um, not paying enough attention to our bodies um, working too much comparing ourselves to other people massive thing for mothers that we do all the time it's hard not to but if you can, just think about yourself and what's right for you, because you and your children are different. Uh, missing meals, it's definitely on the non-self-care list. Not drinking enough water or staying hydrated. Um, pretending to be someone else, not ourselves. Too many late nights, eating too much crappy food, um, eating too much sugar, too much social media. That's a massive thing, isn't it? Especially kind of late at night or earlier in the day just completely on our phones all the time and just not being in the moment so just making some things like a non-self-care list and then just picking some things instead that maybe instead of doing those things you could weave in from your self-care list that can be one way of approaching it and then once you have your list and you can add to this list it's not set in stone of course then the first thing to do really is to pay attention, is to notice and listen to your body, being aware of how you're doing, how you're feeling, how your mind is doing as well, how it reacts. Like your intuition, your instinct, start to pay attention to what you need so you can understand yourself a little bit better and notice the signs that you're becoming overwhelmed or stressed or anxious or whatever it is. So noticing what you're doing and noticing how that makes you you feel if you're feeling you know a headache or you're feeling quite restricted or you're feeling loads of tension your shoulders from hunching and looking at your phone or sat at your computer all day and then working out what will be helpful for that what do you need noticing if your energy is feeling depleted or if you need to move around more and have a little dance around and get some energy pumping or if you just need to take some time just to rest and just to cut off from screens or or talking if your work is talking all day and just read something so working out once you've noticed in yourself what you need um, deciding from that list what you could weave in and where you could put it in your day so working that out as well um, something I think is really helpful is to actually put it down into a diary so allocate yourself some time and, and put it into a diary whatever form of diary you use so that it doesn't always get squeezed out so book in to a yoga class or just put down that you're taking half an hour to to rest to relax or some time to read a book and put it in your schedule so you've got that time and it's harder then to kind of miss it out and to just squeeze that time and to and to not do it so that can be I think really helpful to do so something that I've really found helpful so this is another way like a little way of reminding yourself or when you get a little pocket of time perhaps unexpectedly 
Um, maybe if you've got a small child that they've taken a nap and you've suddenly got some time and you'd normally spend it hmm, maybe doing the washing up or doing an online shop or just scrolling mindlessly on social media. So could you use it, that little bit of time, in a way for you? Could you build in that time then? Or maybe you're waiting for a, a Zoom meeting to start and you've got a little bit of time or a Zoom meeting finished early and you've got 10 minutes, 15 minutes, so you could, half an hour even, you could do something for yourself, building your self-care into little kind of unexpected bits of time that you suddenly have, that often you waste or just, you know, don't do something nourishing for yourself. So coming back to those ideas of something that is nourishing and joyful and feels good and refuels you. So this idea of having um, a self-care box and I really love this idea and I think it's really helpful because it puts everything in one place that's easy to get to, simple self-care things that are unique to you. So having a little bit of time um, and then putting them all into a box or um, a special place or um, you might have a really nice little um, draw or something that you do that you put all the things that nourish you that lift you up and it becomes a more special thing to go to this box and open it or open the drawer and you see things that you know are going to uplift you and you don't have to overthink of what you could do you've got some things there that you know are good things for you so things that you might put in this self-care box again will be unique to you so for me I have in there eye pillow and some essential oils. I often will put a book or two in there that I enjoy reading. So currently um, a poetry book, it could be fiction, anything, um, could be, um, if you're really lo-fi, uh, could be like some CDs, some music, um, this could be some delicious chocolate as a treat that you've hidden away from other folks in your family, could be some relaxing herbal tea. I was keeping there a little bottle of facial oil for a massage which is a really nice thing to do really relaxing I find some nail varnish to give yourself a manicure um, some art supplies um, if you like drawing or painting or doodling um, a journal always put a journal in there I find journaling so helpful um, so some nice a nice notebook and some beautiful pens or colored pens that can make it kind of more special and putting it on one place you've got like a little self-care box rituals in a box and it's somewhere nice you can go to and pick what feels right in the moment and you can change the things that are in that box and you can dip into it into the moment so I think this is a great thing to do a great reminder and a great way to have stuff to hand otherwise it can take you the whole amount of time you've got just to think of what you're going to do and it becomes overwhelming so when you're putting your own self-care box together, think about all your senses. I think this can be a good way to do it. So um, so you might think about having in there something, a lovely smell. So smelling something, scents, aromas can be a great way to shift your mood. You can use essential oils, aromatherapy, you might have um, incense sticks, you might have a scented candle in there. Um, you might have a facial oil that smells beautiful or a body lotion and give yourself like a self massage or some hand cream that feels nice to rub on and is really special and smells gorgeous. So it can be something you can smell. 
Um, you can think of your sense of touch. You could have um, a soft blanket in there that you wrap around yourself, or it might be um, that you have something something that you like to hold in your hand, like a beautiful pebble or something like that. You might think about um, things you can see. So you might put some photographs in there of either people or a holiday, a special place, um, a place that makes you feel happy that you just look at that photograph and it just takes you somewhere or makes you feel good. So you can put photographs or images, um, postcards in that box as well. You can have a playlist, like I've said, a physical CD, um, or you can just have something to remind you, maybe your headphones slip in there, so you can just put your earphones in and just listen without kind of blocking out other sounds. Or maybe you just like to, to hear the sounds around you of nature. Maybe you can hear birdsong in your garden. And taste. So I think that can be a really great way to show yourself some self-care, so through something delicious to eat, some chocolates, taking some time to really eat it and savour it, or some tea or some nice coffee. Um, really savouring the taste of something can be a great way. And you can also do this, this idea of a self-care box. You can just do like one, or you can make like mini ones and put them in areas that you need them. So you might have like one by your bed. Um, like one that helps you go to sleep or take a nap. So you might put in there an eye pillow or some relaxing essential oils like lavender or chamomile. You might have some um, nice bath essences there or some magnesium salts or a magnesium spray which will help you sleep or um, some nice body lotion that you rub on before bed. Um, and it can be nice to have those, again, to have a little ritual or routine before you go to sleep. And that can be a nice time of day to kind of weave that in. So, as I've said, it's completely personal to you. Think outside the box, um, but putting it all together in one place um, and creating a little self-care box or a series of them can be a really great way to weave some self-care in. I also think making some of your self-care into like a really nice ritual can be helpful. So having something that's a really kind, really compassionate, really lovely thing that you do at certain times of your day or your week um, or your month, doesn't have to be a daily ritual, but doing little bookends to your day I think can be can be really helpful. Now this can I know can be much trickier if you have a baby and a small person because they can get up extraordinarily early and they can go to sleep at unpredictable times. So bookending your day might be trickier for you but if you are pregnant or if the children are older um, then this could be easier but you could change instead of bookending your day. So by bookending, I mean something that you start the day and do something small then and something at the end of the day that you do. So you start and you end your day, you bookend your day with some self-care. But you could do this when if you've got a baby, a smaller child that still naps when they have a nap. And it could be sort of bookending, it could be at nap time, one of their naps. And this is really nice because it means you start your day in a, in a positive way and you end your day in a positive way. And 
again, it can just be five minutes. It can just be something really small. It can be a breath practice, a meditation. It can be gazing out the window as you drink a lovely cup of tea, journaling first thing in the morning. Um, it can be really helpful just to kind of let everything kind of flow and go and check in with yourself or gratitude journaling again three things that you're grateful for can be a great bookend at the start and the end of the day too before you go to sleep um, again you could listen to a, a guided relaxation or a meditation you could do a really simple nice face massage with your moisturizer you could do a hand massage with some hand cream just make it a little bit more special just take a little bit of time and care for yourself um, that can be really nice um, just to bookend your day in that way. Do a little bit of movement, just connecting with your body, a little bit of yoga, whatever works for you. And just transforming what could be mundane into something a bit more special. So what could just be a routine, a mundane, into a ritual. So you take time and care doing it and you notice. So like the idea of a hand massage when you rub some hand cream in or rubbing in your moisturizer but giving yourself a little facial massage or really savoring the cup of tea that you have while your baby's sleeping whatever it is making the mundane special making it more of a little ritual for you can really be a beautiful thing to do i also think that just knowing that self-care can be a short amount of time so literally five minutes you know you could just take five minutes just to sit and to close your eyes and to put your hands on your body and just to notice your breath and slow it down or just a five minute walk around your garden or just down the road just to a little bit of movement or just a little five minute stretch even you know sat in your chair a little bit of movement or standing up by the side of your desk or in your kitchen as you're waiting for your cup of tea to brew. It doesn't have to take a long time. There are just small little things that you could do that you can weave in, which makes a difference. And I think that's important that the big things can be great, um, like the spa weekends and, and taking some time out to go to the hairdressers when we can do that and have your nails done and massage. Amazing. Absolutely. But just little five minutes of self-care can be really, really beneficial. Just these short recharges, um, really helpful to do. And then my final kind of thoughts really revolve around yoga and self-care. So as a lot of you will know, um, most of my, a lot of my, my job, my work is, is teaching yoga and, um, I just see a huge amount of benefit for people using yoga as a self-care tool. So having a practice which, rather than thinking of it like an exercise class or something that's there to achieve something like being more flexible or um, being fitter or having a body that does certain things, yoga is a way of having curiosity about yourself a way of checking in with yourself, a way of noticing, listening to your body, your mind, your heart, and how you're doing, how you feel. Noticing how your breath pattern is, noticing how your thoughts are, how busy your mind is, how your body feels, how tight or constricted or tense or how soft 
and fluid it feels. So it's the noticing, the inquiry into how you're doing in the moment each time you practice that I think is so important. And then from that knowing, checking in with yourself, you can then work out what you need, what would be beneficial to you. And this will change. This will change day to day. This can change morning to evening. It can also change the time of year through the cycles of nature and the seasons. It can change as women through our menstrual cycle. It can change as we move through pregnancy, what we need. It can change as we move through the cycles towards menopause and perimenopause. It can it's ever changing and that's the point it's noticing yourself in the moment and listening and then tuning in and then from that working out what would be helpful and what you could do without any kind of judgment just being really honest and open with yourself and from that it can just really help you just to take that self-care and to really elevate it into something that is truly nourishing and recharging and is right for you in the moment and you're really helping them to look after yourself you know helping to to dial down the stress response helping to live in your body in a way that is nourishing and being genuinely kind to yourself noticing if you feel tired and could you have some more time to rest or a nap or earlier nights or who could help to facilitate that if that's needed do you feel dehydrated so you do you need to drink more water and remember to do that do you feel hungry are you not eating enough or all of those things so just having this way of taking some steps to avoid kind of burnouts and and trying to find some some balance and some goodness to lighten the load so just knowing that that will help you hugely, I think is really important. And a yoga practice can be a really good way to, to check in with that and connect with yourself. That is, in my view, the absolute essence and the point of a yoga practice. Okay, so I hope that is helpful in some way. I hope that's maybe given people some ideas, some thoughts, some some ways to think about self-care, maybe to reframe it as something that isn't self-indulgent, indulgent, isn't um, selfish, absolutely not. It's something that's really necessary. It's something that will really benefit you, but also others around you. So by practicing self-care, it will help you as a mother be more resilient and attentive to the needs of your family so it's helping them as well as you Um, and it's really important it's helping the way you look and approach yourself that's mothers is really important too Um, so I hope it's maybe given you some ideas maybe like a self-care box I think that's a great thing to do having little rituals you could do at the start at the end of the day so rather than picking your phone up looking at that um Maybe you start and end the day doing something that's just got a little bit more nourishment and self-love and self-compassion to it. Just small little things, Um, creating little regular rituals. Also knowing that nothing is ever perfect, accepting when you don't have the time, um, when it just falls away and you forget 
for a week or however long to actually do something just for yourself. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We're not perfect. We can't do it all the time. Just coming back to it when you can and making it small and manageable. So weaving some small five-minute things into your day, into your week, that is much more achievable than, than making a radical big change and building in those small habits once we get into the habit of doing it and making those little rituals really special, we're more likely to continue and that will benefit ourselves and others and our family too. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know what you do, any self-care tips and tricks that you've got. Let me know if you make a self-care box and what you put in it. Um, if you start to do some journaling, how that is. Um, yeah, anything else that works for you, I'd love to know. And I hope you can reframe perhaps how you think about self-care and know it's important and know that it's something that will recharge and replenish you and it's important and that you're important and just to be a little bit kinder, self-compassionate, show yourself a little bit of self-love too. So that's it for now. I've got some great podcasts coming up, actually. Um, I've got three guests I'm recording with this week. So there'll be some more people on the podcast really soon. And I hope to catch you for those episodes. So, um, yeah, great to have you here. Take good care. Lots of love, everybody. you for listening it's great to have you here and i really do appreciate your support too i hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have then please don't forget to subscribe and if you could leave a review or share with other mothers and mothers-to-be that you know well i'd be eternally grateful you can join me as well on my online platform at www.formodernmothers.com where you'll find show notes and lots more goodness and resources all about thriving and making your own unique path as a mother in the modern world, as well as details of all my programs, online courses, my classes and coaching packages too. And do follow me over on Instagram too at Four modern mothers or on Facebook and be part of my social community. I'd love to connect with you there. Take care, amazing woman.